Welcome to My Creative Classroom, an EdTech podcast that focuses on highlighting educational tools that can help teachers transform learning in or out of their classrooms. I interview industry experts to discuss the details of their products in order to help you make an informed decision on whether or not this product is right for you. As an educator with over a decade of experience both in and out of the classroom, I know that time and money are both precious. So I hope my conversations will help you in your creative journey through education. My name is Brian Willette and welcome to My Creative Classroom. Welcome back to My Creative Classroom for another amazing episode about transformational tools for education. Before we get started, to all our listeners, we are now on YouTube. If you feel like watching and listening, head over to My Creative Classroom on YouTube and subscribe. If you're watching us right now, hit the bell button to be notified of when a new video is uploaded. All right, on to today's show. I'm so excited about today's episode because I believe it's the first time we talk about LMS which stands for Learning Management System. And there's no better way, no better way to dive into what is an LMS than to have today's guest, Aaron Bowers, the Regional Director for K-12 for Canvas in Canada, which is an LMS created by Instructure. So Aaron, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Brian. It's a pleasure to be here. So Aaron, before we get too deep into LMS and Canvas, let's tell our listeners and our viewers a little bit about who you are and what your background is. Sure. So I've been in the Canadian education space since around um, 1994, so I don't want to age myself, but it's been a while. So um, I started my career working in educational publishing and then gradually kind of segued into the technology side, um, which has been really exciting. It's It's been a... Um, a real pleasure and an honor to work with educators across the country um, from both the content production side and now the technology side. So I've been the regional director for Canvas for K-12 in Canada since April of 2018. So I'm just coming up on my three-year anniversary with the company. And um, yeah, we've been available in Canada since that time. So that's when I came on to this role. That's amazing. And, and three years with the company. So let's let's dive into Canvas just for our listeners out there who may not know what Canvas is um, and even maybe what a little bit about what an LMS is, too. Mm-hmm. So Canvas is a learning ecosystem. Um, so as a learning management system, it can power teaching and learning through the integration of third party tools, the creation of content, um, the ability to give lessons and assignments um, and feedback to students so there's an assessment component with it. It's kind of an all-around system that can really bring teaching and learning um, in a digital focus to to, to learners, um, whether they're in K-12 or higher ed or continuing education. So it really does, it's the technology that powers that digital uh, learning experience. And I'm, I'm sure we're seeing a huge shift into LMS, especially these past two years now with the global pandemic of COVID-19. So have you seen a huge uptake of Canvas in Canada during this time? Yeah, there's been a huge uptake. And um, on a sort of a global basis, we've, you know, last year between spring and fall, we went from around 2.2 million uh, users up to around the 6 million mark. So it's been a, a, a really 
uh, interesting year in terms of the, the rapid adoption of, of Canvas, um, but also the growth of our community in that time. So, so many new educators coming on board, so many initiatives in training, so many school districts trying to get up to speed and to be able to offer uh, solutions to their learners in a, in a really challenging time. So it's been super exciting to be part of it, but also um, a, a huge learning curve for, for everybody just in terms of you know, having to, to rapidly um, adopt technology um, in a really unprecedented moment. Absolutely. So let's let's dive into what is a learning management system. So to our educators who are listening, our district officials who are listening, what what does a learning management system offer um, mm -hmm. to schools? A learning management system really offers that ability to um, kind of evolve and transform teaching using digital tools or, or technologies. So um, it's a holistic approach to, to teaching and learning so that teachers and schools can, can craft an ecosystem using tools that they already use um, and moving that learning process into a, a digital space as opposed to beyond a face-to-face. -face. So it can augment a face-to-face -face experience, but it can also provide those opportunities for learning um, in a digital space wherever and where wherever and whenever um, that learning happens that's and that's amazing and you just mentioned it too there where the, where the face to face augmented right yes. because it's not one or the other right it, it, if when we do eventually go back to you know this full time in classroom you know utilizing mm -hmm. tools such as canvas can really help our classrooms evolve from the traditional to the transformational. Um, so you mentioned, you know, integrating other services that, that are already existing. So mm -hmm. what does Canvas integrate with and what does a teacher expect when they dive into Canvas and they subscribe or however it works? Um, yeah. What do they get? So people when they subscribe or when they they get a canvas license they get the canvas ecosystem um, so all of the features that are built into canvas for teaching and learning so that's everything from our multimedia suite to um, our assessment grade book all of those pieces and then the ability to integrate with over 450 other ed tech tools that are out there so everything from um, Microsoft and Google integrations to some of the smaller um, companies that are developing products so having kind of a plug and play ecosystem allows teachers to not have to give up the things that they already like using but bring them into a, a learning ecosystem where potentially they would integrate with assessment um, or where they would integrate with um, multimedia or uh, engagement tools that that would augment their lessons or support their lessons um, for students so that interoperability and uh, integration piece is a really is a real strong point for us because teachers you know once they once they're using something that they know and love they don't want to have to recreate things in multiple places so our integration story is a really really powerful one in that sense and that's fantastic. You just kind of hit the nail on the head there, which is, you know, don't you don't want to reinvent the wheel. You, you mm -hmm. already have a wheel. So how do I integrate yeah. my wheel with something else, which is amazing that Canvas allows a user to do that and not yeah. have to start over again. And that really helps to drive the adoption of the product um, or of the platform. If, uh, if a platform is easy to use, if it can connect in with things that teachers already use and love, then the chances of them actually using it um, and developing their skill set in the other um, 
other features that Canvas can do is, is more likely as well. So we like to think of ourselves as the most adoptable LMS uh, because those integrations are, are really easy to enable from an admin perspective and even from a teacher perspective in some cases. So we want to make that as, as easy as possible so that teachers um, have the most seamless experience and not wondering what's going to happen when they're using technology. Um, they know they can expect it, they can rely on it and feel really confident that the platform that they're using will support them. And you mentioned earlier that you were the regional director K-12 for Canada. So yes. I'm assuming Canvas is available globally? Yeah, it's available globally. Um, over 70 countries. We have over 100 million, or 100 million users and over a million users in the Canvas community as well. Wow, that's amazing. So anybody listening, you know, wherever you're listening from, you know, reach out to, to Canvas. And so when, when somebody is looking to sign up for Canvas, I, I think mm -hmm. we should dive into that one first. Sure. Where do they go? Like, how do they, how do they get access to the tool? Yeah, so they can go to the Canvas or the Instructure website. Um, and from the Instructure website, it will sort of funnel them into whether they're a K-12 um, potential customer or higher ed. Um, and then from there, they can, you know, there's forms you can fill out in order to have somebody contact you for a demo. Um, but people also just connect with me directly. So I meet a lot of teachers at conferences, even virtual conferences in this kind of new reality that we're in. Um, but people can contact me anytime and, you know, I can provide demos. I can speak to them about their specific use cases, um, arrange for like a, a trial experience for them, and ultimately kind of work to, to figure out what exactly their school or their district might be looking for. And that's a great feature too, being able to see a demo, like how, how would yeah. this work and, and how can I utilize this tool? So that's, that's fantastic. And you kind of just mentioned there, like if a district wants to use a tool. So when, when a school is listening or a teacher is listening, is this mm -hmm. kind of like, I'm a teacher and I can myself uh, kind of subscribe to Canvas and use the LMS? Or is this kind of a district-wide initiative? How does that work? Or maybe are there different tiers? It, there's different tiers and it's really flexible. So you can have teachers using Canvas specifically um, just on their own, or you can have a whole district implementation. You could have um, an, an entire province using like our the ability to scale Canvas is also something that um, is really great. So you could use it with a small group of students all the way up to a full district implementation. Well, that's that's awesome. The flexibility of being able to do kind of a variety, right? If a district says we want to do it all for everyone, or maybe you have a yep. school who wants to do it, or a teacher is listening and saying, oh, I'd love to use this tool. So that kind of yeah. brings us to our next question, which is security. What mm -hmm. kind of login information do we need once we start using Canvas? Is it integrated, let's say, with my Microsoft account or my Google account, or do I create a whole new sign in and, and what kind of information, I guess, is required? Yeah, that's also something that's really flexible. So we can provide single sign-on um, through whatever uh, a district is already using if they want, or they can have Canvas as their, their point of, of sign-in or login. All a teacher needs for Canvas is an email address in order to sign up. Um, and our implementation pro process, we work generally with a technology team within a school district to have all that set up. So by the time a teacher receives their Canvas invite, uh, they log in and then they may already have their classes populated uh, and content built for them when they want to start using the platform. Wow, that's, that's awesome. And it's nice to know, you know, when you have a safe working environment. Yeah. 
you know, where you're bringing your students into it. And so let's keep going with as a district implementation tool. Does mm -hmm. my information follow me along as I work through K to 12? Or is this something that, you know, my profile in grade six and then that's deleted and I start over in grade seven? How would that work? Yeah, as a learner, absolutely, you can have a portfolio that does follow you. Um, you can have your um, information can follow you. It can be downloaded or exported at any time. So ultimately, you own your data uh, with Canvas, which is really nice thing to to know. Um, when you're enrolled in Canvas, you have a number of courses that you're enrolled in depending on your grade, but you can also be enrolled in different groups. So if you have a, a drama group or uh, a science project group, you can be in, in those groups as well as enrolled in, in the courses that you have. So there's a lot of flexibility in terms of of you know the number of places you can be in in Canvas, uh, and teachers can also be learners in Canvas. So a lot of school districts will use Canvas as a professional development platform. So teachers can be teaching courses in Canvas, but also taking courses. And in that sense, you know it's kind of a a, a place where you can do a whole bunch of things in in one place for uh, whether you're a, a learner or you're a teacher or a teacher as a learner. And that's great to be able to have that flexibility, right? Yeah. Kind of a one-stop shop and not have to go to a whole other place to do professional learning, which is, uh, you know, kind of a great feature knowing that a teacher wouldn't have to leave, you know, or, or go somewhere else to find that information. All the great features that um, students can use in Canvas, everything from multimedia to collaboration, teachers want to use those features as well. And there's no reason that professional development can't be rich and engaging. Um, and so that's why districts like using this platform for for PD because it does uh, provide a really engaging experience. And, and what a better way to learn how to use the tool than be a mm -hmm. learner yourself, you know, through professional learning. So that's great because then you see features or tools that you then can use with your own students, you know, in class. So I, what a great way to use the tool in all capacities. You know, and we talked about professional learning a little bit. So mm -hmm. is there any professional learning that comes from Canvas once a district, a school, or a teacher decides to start using the tool? Yeah, there's a lot of professional development opportunities. So the, as I mentioned, the Canvas community has over a thousand users, and that's kind of a self-serve way of learning. We also run a number of courses through canvas.net. So everything from a course that's called Growing with Canvas, which is free, uh, any teacher can enroll in this and it's self-paced, to um, our Center for Leadership and Development, which offers leadership coaching and development. Um, to administrators and then our new Canvas certified educator program as well, which is really picking up steam. Um, and we have a number of cohorts running in that and it's a, a series of, of four cores um, and a couple of electives and then you come out of that with a certification as a Canvas certified educator. So that's been really popular. And what a great way to get acknowledged for the work that you're putting in to yeah. learn, you know, the tool uh, to help support your students by becoming you know, the certified educator. That's amazing. And kudos yeah. to you and your team for, for putting that together to help teachers really better their understanding of the system, but then also be acknowledged for the work that they're putting in. So that's, yeah. that's great. Thank you. Um, and so let's talk about some, maybe some real life applications. And we know that mm -hmm. the LMS system can be integrated into schools, districts. Um, what, what are some schools or districts using in your experience, your experiences, some of the stories that you've seen using Canvas? Mm -hmm. It's been really, there's sort of a, a broad number of different experiences, everything from delivering their entire curriculum online so that teachers are using like our built-in video conferencing in order to have 
um, sort of face-to-face -face discussions with students or groups um, to the assessment and quizzing uh, piece of Canvas, which allows them to, to do um, assessment on the fly whenever they need to, to the ability to give students the, the chance to become creators in Canvas by giving them potential editing rights and students are able to develop their skill set in that sense. So there's lots of different applications um, and the professional development piece that I've mentioned as well is, is really important. But um, yeah, it's used in all different places in, in different ways um, as the sort of system of record to everything from the place where students will upload and store video, uh, create videos with our studio product, um, share and collaborate with each other. So it really enables a, a lot of things to happen that um, may happen in the real world, but it can also augment the things that happen in the real world. And I think you just hit a bunch of features there that I kind of want to dive into. Yeah. You know, uh, for, for people who are listening or, or watching and, and still not quite understanding how this works, but you just mentioned video conferencing within Canvas. Yeah. You mentioned the opportunity to do some um, some video multimedia editing in Canvas. I think there's chat feature, communication tools that happen in Canvas. Yeah. Quiz tools, assessment mm -hmm. tools. So let's dive into that. So I guess in the end, I would be setting up a class which yep. is what I would be doing. And within my class, I have the ability to communicate with my students virtually through video, mm -hmm. through chat, uploading assignments, assessing assignments. What am I missing? I feel like I'm getting a lot, but there's so much more here that, that yeah. we're diving into. Providing feedback. So feedback is also enabled through multimedia. So, you know, as opposed to just putting comments on something and sending it back to a student, you could actually record yourself um, and we've seen that used in a couple of really interesting use cases where potentially a student is, is doing a physical education course and you know submitting a video of themselves participating in some kind of sport or some kind of activity. And then the teacher can send back a video that maybe illustrates the proper way to do something. And we've seen that used in the language learning context. We've seen it used in, like I mentioned, physical education, drama, uh, music, um, so many different applications. Once you start using those multimedia tools, those are the kind of tools that students have and that's that's what the student of today is really engaged by. So the ability to use video, to use audio uh, and to create that really rich experience using all those those multimedia pieces is something that's that we've seen just explode. Wow. Amazing features built built right in. Mm -hmm. and, and maybe we covered this when I asked about single sign on and, and security. But as I'm a teacher setting up my class, do, is that something done like in the background by Canvas? Am I submitting kind of like a, you know, a CSV file and then you guys populate my classroom? Uh, how does that work? Yeah, there's a number of ways of doing that. So we have a number of integrations with student information systems. So sometimes that data provisioning will be done as part of the implementation process where your or a district's administration um, or, or IT department will connect with our implementation team and have all of that set up in the background so that when an actual teacher starts teaching, they have everything at the ready. They don't have to go and connect things. They don't have to log into multiple places at once. It's all there for them so that they can concentrate on working with their their learners. Wow, that's that's amazing. And and you know, something for teachers is always that kind of ease of use, right? I don't have mm -hmm. to go in and type every student name in, you know, they're in this grade or they're in this class. So great, you know, that that feature exists and able to just do that and I start working and there everybody is, right? So that's absolutely yeah. um fantastic to have that yeah, feature. Yeah, it saves a lot of time, absolutely. For sure. And and so one thing that we, we talked about a little bit is is having 
you know, access to the, the Instructure kind of website. Mm -hmm. Is Canvas available as an app, you know, as I start using it? Am I using this on an iOS device as, as an app or is it all web-based? Like how are the ways that I can access this LMS? It can be used in any way. So it's web-based, so you can log, on, log in with your, on your laptop. Um, you can log in with your iPhone or your iPad or Android device. Uh, and that's one of the key ways that Canvas is accessible is that no matter what type of device you're using, you're able to have that experience of Canvas. So we do find that a lot of students will complete most of the work um, in their course on their phones. So, and we know that students have developed these you know, crazy thumbs, they can type, they can do a lot of things on their phones that maybe um, people who are a little older have a challenge with. But you know everything from using the media recorder on their phone to submit themselves, um, you know, doing something, um, or to be able to send an audio file, or to be able to participate in a video conference using mobile um, on their device for their classroom. So we really, uh, one of the key things with us is making that, making sure that that accessibility piece is huge. Um, and so there's apps for parents, teachers, and students, and anybody can access Canvas through any of those different points. And you actually just mentioned parents there, which was going to be my follow-up yes. question. Is there a way for parents to access maybe my child's work, or is there a connection there with, with the, the guardians of the family as well as the teacher and student? There is. So parents in Canvas are assigned a role, um, and that role can be flexible. So you can assign permissions to parents so that they can uh, have a view-only experience. They can only see their own students' work. They can see progress. But they can also receive notifications if something is missing or late or maybe something was done uh, at a really, really high level. So parents can also share in the success of their students as well as being notified when um, maybe something didn't land in the teacher's inbox when it was supposed to, which, you know, it happens. So. A cool, a great feature, right? To be able to yeah. connect to the home body because oftentimes there's this kind of back and forth between the teacher and the student, but adding that extra layer because, you know, we're so used to having that face-to-face parent-teacher meeting, exactly. you know, where I get an update on how my child is doing, but now I have access to the digital work as well, to that, to that information. So what a great feature to be able to include them as viewers, you know, be able to see and get notified if there's missing work. Wow. Yeah, what a and when a feature. parent's associated with their student, they just have to log into the app or are on their laptop or whatever they're using, and then they have access to all of that so they can see what's coming up. Um, they can really feel like there's a being part of it. You can also send uh, what's called a global announcement through Canvas to just parents or just teachers. So, you know, if you needed to send information just to parents, you can isolate them um, and make sure that they're receiving the information that they need. So it's nice to, we have to include parents in the school community and allowing them to participate this way is, is something that's, you know, school districts find really helpful. Wow, and, and, and including them in that environment is, is huge, right? Because they mm -hmm. play such a large role in the, you know, in the learner's reality. Yep. So um, we talked about setting up my class and I'm going in there and all these amazing features that allows me to communicate with both students, parents, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. As a teacher, you know, I teach multiple classes. How does that appear in my Canvas dashboard? Is it yeah. you know, listed as multiple classes? And how do I navigate that? Yeah, so when you log into Canvas, you, you see our global navigation, um, which is consistent for all users of Canvas. So every time you log in, you know exactly what you're going to be able to, to see. And right from that dashboard, you have a course tile. So those are all the courses that you're teaching um, on 
Uh, I'm trying to describe it exactly as I would see it if I was logged in. On the left-hand side is our global navigation where you can access uh, your courses, your history, your calendar, your inbox, um, our studio tool if you have access to that, and also the help menu. So if you're stuck, you can always click on the little question mark and it will take you um, into a, a series of resources that are designed to help you out or connect you with our support. So right from that dashboard, you can do everything from um, access the course that you're teaching, uh, build content. So if you're working on a, a course that isn't quite published yet, um, maybe collaborating with a few other educators, you can access that. You can also access the things that you need to grade right from the dashboard. So uh, you'll have a notification of assignments that have been submitted. Click straight into that. It will take you right into our speed grader tool so you can grade on the fly. You can do it while you're watching TV or sitting on your deck or riding a horse. We've heard all kinds of different um, examples of that. Uh, so right from that Canvas dashboard, there's a, a whole lot of things that, that are possible. Um, and you know, also you have access to the commons there. So that's our learning object repository. Uh, and so there's over 500,000 resources in there that have been shared by other Canvas users. So if you're looking for ideas or looking for things to, to make your lessons even more special, you can check that out too. So lots of things to do right from the Canvas navigation, but it is designed in a really clean way um, so that it's, you know, easy to delineate. Here's my assignment, here's my assessment things, here are my courses, and then here are the things that I need to, to do as a, either a content creator or somebody that's, um, you know, checking my calendar, uh, creating assignments, all of those things. Wow. And you, you said you were going into super detail and I could almost see the dashboard the way you were describing yeah. <laughs> it, which is awesome because it means it's easy to use. It's easy to navigate. It is really easy it's to not, use. you know, too much stuff going on at once, you know, overburdening with visuals. So I think, you know, that's awesome. That's great. Um, and I would encourage our listeners and our watchers to, you know, to head over to the site and request a demo, you know, yeah. if you want to know more about what it looks like and how it works. I, I think it's huge to be able to see it in action, to truly understand how it fits within within a system or within a district um, to be able to be implemented. Yeah, you demos the are really fun. Um, you mentioned the community, which is yep. uh, which is huge. I think we, we I don't want to skip over that, mm -hmm. where the community members were adding things to kind of this Canvas dashboard, if you will, this area. So what kind of things are being shared there? So as an educator, are there lesson ideas, assessment ideas, what's being shared? Yeah, everything from an entire course can be shared. So we do partner with some other um, organizations who create courses. So we have a series of, of web development courses, uh, programming courses that are designed by Apple um, that are available through the Commons for free. There's everything from quizzes to videos to um, modules to pages and everything is that's shared in there is is available for you to use and bring into your course so when you go into the commons and you're searching maybe for something on volcanoes for grade four students because you can really filter and drill down you can preview that resource and then bring it into your course and once you bring it into your course you could potentially modify it so maybe there's some localized content you want to add I don't know if you have a local volcano but maybe there'd be something like that um, but there's there's things that you can do to modify it to sort of make it your own so it really does promote um, the sharing of resources um, from that wider community but you can also really narrow that down and create a consortia so maybe you're just sharing within your school district or maybe you're just sharing within a group of teachers who are developing math content so it can be kind of as wide open or as narrowed down as you want it to be Wow, I think I said it ten times already, but what an amazing feature! Like, 
yeah. for teachers going in and, and using Canvas and thinking, you know, you might think, oh, I'm sinking. I have no idea where to start or what to mm -hmm. do. Using that community feature of being able to say, wow, maybe there's already somebody who did a course, yeah. you know, on, on whatever. Or maybe somebody had already started something, as you mentioned, on volcanoes, and I can use that yeah. without having to reinvent the wheel. So what yeah. a great sharing opportunity to create this professional learning community amongst users of Canvas so that you're not left alone, right? It's, it's building this global community together. So that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, we're really proud of it. The community is really something else and the way they've come together over this past year has been amazing. So we usually have a, a user conference every summer, which brings thousands of, of Canvas users from around the globe. Um, we moved that online this year, but the volume of sharing and the amount of conversations awesome. and you know trying to replicate something that's been so loved and so unique uh, in an online space is a challenge, but we've just been so impressed with the how our the Canvas community has come together. So that's awesome. And I, yeah. I and and one question left on the dashboard. I well, I actually have, I have several more, but we'll we'll go with this one, yeah. which is data. What kind of mm -hmm. data or information do I see as a teacher? You know about my students. So I see like time on screen or or time on an assignment. What kind of data is is, is given back to me as the educator or even yeah, as the district? Sure, there's a few different levels. So at the district level, um, Canvas data is uh, a feature you'd be able to access, which would give you that sort of more higher level, um, the ability to create reports, the ability to um, you know, anything you pretty much wanted to find out about time on screen or things accessed or, or things that were completed, um, things like that. Uh, a teacher is also able to, to find things out about their students in terms of, you know, you can pull up a context card of a student and see how many assignments that they've created, how engaged were they with any particular type of content. Um, with our studio video platform, you can see how much of a video that students are watching. So you know that if you've posted a real dud, they're watching the first 10 seconds and maybe the last 10 seconds, but leaving out the middle. So it really gives you the ability to um, change your practice or change your content based on how engaged students are. So there's quite a lot of, of data that can be surfaced. Um, our new analytics is also available. Um, and that analytics platform visualizes that data so that it's really easy to digest and it's really helpful um, from knowing you know exactly how effective your your teaching is but how engaged students are and maybe what you want to do next so lots of lots of ways to access that data as well and what an important part especially in education mm -hmm. to have data usage even time on video right to say you know maybe this is not the best learning object yeah. Um, to have here uh, and, and rethink what's there or, or or to open up the conversation at least to say, why wasn't that video that important? You know, why did you guys spend so little time on it? So I think that's a great feature, you know, to have and be able to look at that data to say how much, you know, things yeah. are being used at whatever level, right? As you mentioned, the variety of levels. So yeah. Aaron, we're at a point in the show now that I like to call the specialist top five. Okay. Um, and I ask this to all of our guests because I think there's it's an important part to say, what do we think these top five features or tools that Canvas can help with education? So what are the top five ways that you think Canvas can help teachers or districts or schools transform learning, whether it be in class or at home? Yeah, okay. It's hard to come up with five, but I, I tried my best. Um, so I'd say that the first thing would be accessibility. So that with sort of multiple means of engagement, uh, representation and expression, um, that really maximizes diversity in teaching and learning. Um, 
things like multimedia for students who maybe don't have the, the strength in some areas. Um, there's just so many ways to, to access Canvas, um, depending on what your strengths are as a learner, or maybe where you need to go. So accessibility would be number one. Um, number two would be personalized learning. So there's a number of features that are built into Canvas to provide individual or personalized, personalized learning pathways through content. So it's really hard to differentiate instruction without technology, um, especially in an, in an online environment. So uh, features that support personalized learning um, are really unique to Canvas and something that I would definitely have included in my top five. Um, Three would probably be um, equitable access. So teachers, students, and families can connect from anywhere on any device. Um, also using our blueprint feature, um, districts can really scale their curriculum by pushing out those courses or classes to schools in the district. Um, so a teacher being able to sign in and have all their completely designed and, and courses ready for them um, if instructional design maybe isn't their support. So the ability to scale that, that, that curriculum out to school districts so that everybody has access to it is, is really powerful. Um, number four would be the community as we've talked about. So more than a million members, it's the strongest community in education technology, um, sharing resources, being part of our user conference, engaging in uh, learning together, um, that community is really amazing. And you can get a sense of it by looking at the hashtag CanvasFam uh, on Twitter. You can see how many people are sharing. It's pretty awesome. Um, and then number five, we can't ignore the integrations. We talked about that a little bit earlier. So our ability to integrate with over 450 other ed tech tools makes Canvas really powerful. Uh, teachers using what they already have, but want to sort of level up with the features that we have built into our platform. So that would be my rapid fire top five. And, and what a top five. You know, we've covered so many things in this episode and your top five really hits home how Canvas can help transform education. You know, at whatever level, as we've mentioned several times now, district, school, teacher, you know, at whatever level they want to implement it. So I think that's fantastic. And I think we can talk for hours because I, the LMS system, which helps teachers kind of keep everything in a concise area, clean, and the features, we haven't even, we didn't dive into every detail of these features that you've mentioned, video conferencing, multimedia tools, yeah. the chat, the assessments, uh, the feedback. Wow, I, I, we can keep going. So we we'll may have need to, to we'll, do a part two. <laughs> I, I think so, I think we'll have to do a part two because I think we'll end sure. up going way past a couple hours here in our conversation. Yeah. Uh, but before we, we head off, Erin, is there anything that we may have missed in our conversation that you'd like to share with our listeners? Um, I just would really like to, to mention that, you know, Canvas has a lot of powerful features, but really it's the teachers who bring those features to life. Um, and so it's just been so inspiring over the last year to see teachers in a really uh, difficult time, and really challenging time, really rise to the occasion where, you know, online learning or, or e-learning has been really new to them. Um, and we've just been really inspired by the way that, that teachers have, have really ran with it and, um, supported their learners through that time. It's been really touching and it's been really amazing. So I always want to say thank you to the teachers that are out there um, doing their best and um, adjusting and adapting. And it's just been awesome. So kudos to all the teachers. Yeah, absolutely. A huge shout out to the teachers who, who are transforming learning and have adapted these past couple of years and are utilizing tools such as Canvas 
to help impact their students, not only just for today, but for the future. So that's amazing. So Aaron, I thank you so much for taking the time to join me on the podcast and share your story and share the features of Canvas. And as you mentioned, we'll have to do a part two to dive in deeper as to what all these features can offer to educators and what you know more can Canvas do for districts, schools, and teachers. So I encourage all of our listeners and all of our viewers to check out more information about Canvas at instructure.com slash Canvas and follow them on Twitter at Canvas LMS. And as Aaron mentioned earlier, check out the hashtag, hashtag Canvas fam to see what's going on with everything Canvas. So as always, everyone, don't forget to follow us on whatever streaming platform you prefer to listen to your podcast. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. And don't forget to hit that bell button here on YouTube to get notified of when a new video comes out. So as always, let's make learning creative. My name is Brian Willette, and this was My Creative Classroom.